الحمد لله وكفى السلام على عباده الذين استفى أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين آمنوا أشد حبا لله وقال الله تعالى في آية أخرى يحبهم ويحبونه سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم الله سبحانه وتعالى has given a human being different parts with different functions the part that is called the eye, its function is to see. The part that is called the ear, its function is to hear. The part that is called the tongue, its function is to taste and to speak. And the part that is called the qalb, the heart, its function is to love. Every single human has a qalb. So to be human is to love. And Allah Ta'ala sent Qur'an, Nabi Salam, to teach humanity this message that to be human is to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Either in our heart, we have the nur of the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and al-hubbu fillah lillah, love in His name and love for His sake. Or in our heart, we will have the zulm and zulumat and darkness and sin and blackness and hardness of unlawful love. Either it means unlawful love outside of nikah, or it means unlawful love of this world, hubbid dunya. Or it means unlawful love for ourselves, hubbid ja and riya. Every person will have some love in their heart. It's our question whether we want to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not in our heart. Now, many people think that in tasawwuf, the first step of tasawwuf is to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Actually, no. First step in tasawwuf is to wake up and realize that you are already the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes. Alhamdulillah, this is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He loves us first and then we love Him second. If a person has iman, because Allah ta'ala said in Quran, Allahu waliyuladhina amanu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the wali of alladhina amanu. Didn't even say Alladina Amanu wa Amilu Salihat. He said just Alladina Amanu. Once you have the nur of Iman in your heart, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that Iman so much that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows the gift of His own wilaya on those Alladina Amanu. Allah ta'ala is our wali already. It's later that we try to become His wali. Allah ta'ala said in Quran, Yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbunahu. Yuhibbuhum Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the believers. Wa yuhibbunuhu and then the believers love Allah. Yuhibbuhum comes first. So it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already loves us. That ayah where we often recite Qalbun Salim. Yawma la yanfa umalun wa la banun illa man atallaha bi qalbin salim. That a person has to bring to Allah ta'ala a pure heart. That is on the day of judgment. But as far as this world, Sayyidina Rasulullah said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's regard, Kalbul Mu'min Arshullah. 
that the heart of a believer is like the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. That's why they say in Urdu, ke na zameen mein, na ardhan mein, na samawat mein, na asmano mein, Allah ta'ala ki muhammad agar basta hai to in mu'min ke dil mein. Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love lies in the heart of a human being. Which human? That human being who has iman. That's what the Mufassirin wrote. That when Allah Ta'ala in Qur'an, when he mentions how he has purchased the believers, in Allah Ishtara, Allah Ta'ala uses the term he purchases from the believers. And what does he purchase from them? Their selves and their property, their amwal and their anfus. With what? Jannah. That Allah Ta'ala is going to give them Jannah. So first thing Mufassirin wrote that why does Allah Ta'ala say he's purchased the believers? He could have said he sold them Jannah. So they said, no, that Allah Ta'ala will not sell. Because anytime you sell something, you sell for a reason. Either you're selling because you have a need, or you sell because you want some benefit. Allah Ta'ala has no need, and He gets no benefit from us. So instead, He used the word purchase. Second question, Mufassirun rose, is that Allah Ta'ala should have said He purchased our hearts. Because the asal is the kalb. But the word used in Quran is anfus and amwal. That he purchased their selves and their possessions and their properties. So the Mufassirun wrote the answer to this question is that the kalb already belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The kalb is already waqf to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is no purchasing and selling of that which is already waqf. So Allah ta'ala Quran mein keh rahe ke tere dil to mera hi hai. Ab baaki kya bachta hai tere anfus amwal wo bhi nahi le leta hun jannat ke badle mein. Allahu akbar. Your heart is already mine. What's left of you is yourself and your stuff. Oh, I take and purchase all yourselves and all your stuff. Because I want to give you eternal abode of pleasure, eternal bliss, eternal happiness. Wallahu yadu ila daris salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the believers. He's inviting them, doing dawah on them to come into daris salam, into the eternal abode of peace. This is how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He loves the believers. Allah Akbar. Now, given that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the believers so much, let's look at some difference between the love in this world and the love between Allah ta'ala and the believers. First difference is every other love in this world has some gharaz, some matlab, some self-interest. Maybe not purely self-interest, but at least partial self-interest exists in every other type of love. Even with parents and children, yes. Children love their parents genuinely, but there's also a bit of self-interest that they'll give me money, they'll give me allowance, they support me, they take care of me. Parents love their children genuinely, but there's also a bit of self-interest that when I get older they will take care of me. Who's going to look after me? There's a bit of a self-interest there. Husband and wife, no matter how genuinely they love one another, there's a bit of self-interest. The husband wants the wife to be a source of sukoon and support for him. The wife wants the husband to be a source of strength and support for her. A bit of self-interest. Even the ustaz and the talib, even the sheikh and the murid, no matter how pure that love is, there's always some self-interest. It may be a noble self-interest. Sheikh, murid wants the sheikh Right? Why? Because but for his own maqfidah, so he can get forgiven. And Shaykh wants to read also for his own maqfidah, that maybe if I do this person's Islam, maybe Allah Ta'ala will accept that one from me and give me my own maqfidah. 
always a bit of self-interest. There's only one love in this world where there is no self-interest at all. And that is Allah SWT love for the believers. Allah Ta'ala is mustaghni. He's absolutely above and beyond any need, any interest. There's no need of humanity. He loves us anyway. There's no need of mu'mineen. If all of the mu'mineen were to become murtad, it would not reduce Allah Ta'ala's shan one drop. And if all of the mu'mineen were to become muttaqeen, sadiqeen, siddiqeen, salihin, awliya, kamilin, it would not increase Allah Ta'ala's daraja one drop. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala has no need of us at all. So He loves us purely out of His own wish. That's why the mashayikh of tasawwuf often narrate a hadith. Even though many muhaddithin have done kalam on its sanat, but its meaning is overall true from the nasus of deen, kuntu kanzan makhtiyya. That Allah Ta'ala was a hidden treasure. Uhbibtu an u'raf. That Allah Ta'ala says, I loved and I wished that I should be discovered. So he created this unique creation of humanity. What is that unique creation of humanity? That only creation that has the freedom to love Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Everything else is obeying Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The planets cannot change their orbit. The object cannot defy gravity. Nothing can disobey Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. But the human was given a freedom that they could choose to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala freely of their own will and wish. That's why Allah Ta'ala says that that's the real meaning of iman. That those who have iman, they're the intense, extreme lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what does it mean? That every other love we have in this world, we love them at least partially for ourselves. So Allah Ta'ala says, Oh believers, I love you for myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala loves us out of His own wish, His own irada, His own desire. Imagine that we are people who Allah Ta'ala has desired. <laughs> Should we not feel desire for that Allah Ta'ala who desires us? Should we not make that Allah Ta'ala our murad who has already made us His murad? Should we not love that Allah Ta'ala who already loves us. Why should we get lost in these other loves of this world? Why not love that being who knows how to love you back? Why not love that being who is the most loyal in his love? Why not love that being who is your truest lover and your truest beloved? Why not love him? Second difference between love in this world and love for Allah Allah Ta'ala's love for the believers. In this world, if there's anything, anyone that you love, you will inevitably always end up separated from them. No matter how true you may think the love is, you will end up separated from them. You may be separated from them, if nothing else, by death. (laughs) If nothing else, mouth will separate you. But the love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and between Allah ta'ala and the believers, it ends not in separation. It ends in liqa. Yawma yalqawnahu. Allah Akbar. This is a day. Allah ta'ala says in Quran, Yawma yalqawnahu. The day they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what happens on that day? Tahiyyatuhum yawma yalqawnahu salam. Their greeting. How does Allah ta'ala greet His beloved believers? Those who were true believers, who were following believers, who were pious believers, who were fearing believers, who were muttaqi believers, he will greet them on the day of judgment. Salam. Allah Akbar. 
So for them, what is that day? Yawma yalqawna, yawmi liqa' Mulaqat kadin. It's the day they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and after that meeting there is the no separation. <laughs> they will never become distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Once they enter into Jannah, they will never be cast out of that Jannah. <laughs> Everlasting for all and all and all of eternity. Could you imagine how long eternity is? Imam al-Ghazai gave one example in his book so people could understand what eternity is. He said, imagine that from the earth all the way up to the skies, you want to be scientific about it, you can say from the earth all the way up to the atmosphere, imagine that there are seeds, grains of seeds, and imagine that after 1,000 years, one sparrow, one chirya comes and eats one dana, and then another 1,000 years, another chirya comes and eats one dana. Even then, all of the seeds will be eaten by the sparrow, and even then, akhirah will continue. Infinitely, infinite eternity, eternity, unending, limitless. Allah Akbar. That's what Allah Ta'ala wants to give. So it means when Allah Ta'ala wants to give us an unending, infinite, limitless ni'mah, it means Allah Ta'ala has unending, limitless, infinite love for the believers. So why not try to love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala finitely who loves you infinitely? Why not love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 80 years who has given you already wants to love you for all of eternity? Allah Akbar. Instead we want to love someone for a few years who could never love us for all of eternity. We want to love money and wealth which won't even make it to us in the grave will just be with us for a few years can never be with us for all of eternity. So our heart's love should be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> Another difference between the loves of this world and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves for the believers is that you will see in this world, whenever you love someone, you want to meet them. You want to meet them. So when you meet them, what do you do? You have to invite them. You have to find them. You have to invite them. Sometimes you have to entice them. You have to convince them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the same way. So that ayah is not just that ayah. There's a whole process Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did for that. So when humanity, they forgot Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did he do? He sent a prophet. And he sent another prophet. And he sent another prophet. How much does he love? Now if somebody loves you and you don't respond to them, they give you five missed calls. They give you ten missed calls. They send one friend to find you. They send two friends to find you. Allah subhanahu loves humanity so much, He sent 124,000 anbiya to them to invite them to His love. Allahu Akbar kabira. <laughs> a reminder after reminder after reminder after reminder. Anbiya, mursaleen, wahi, scripture. So much love Allah subhanahu has. Allahu Akbar. Wants that we should remember our purpose of life. The second we became a ghafil, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants that we should remind you, remind you. So much love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has. Third difference between the love of this world and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves for the believer. In this world, even if you get the meeting with your beloved, even if you get the meeting with your beloved, not every single time you meet them will it be based on love. Sometimes the meeting will be for some necessity Sometimes the meeting may even end up in a fight. <laughs> Sometimes the meeting may end up in a dispute. But with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every single meeting with Him in Akhirah 
will be a meeting of love. Every single time. How does it begin? So it begins with that, that Allah Ta'ala's greeting for them will be salam. Then Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, وَجُوهٌ يَوْمَ إِذِنْ إِلَى رَبِّهَا نَاظِرًا That they will be looking at their Rabb, gazing on their Rabb, they will be seeing their Rabb. What an incredible blessing this is in Jannah. Of how is this blessing going to take place? Ajib the Mufassreen and Muhaddisin and Awliya have explained. So first what happens is that the believers will be too embarrassed to look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will have haya in front of him because of Allah ta'ala's awe and his azmat and his sha'an and his shokat. Be too embarrassed. So this word that comes in Quran, saq, literally people think it means ankle. It doesn't mean ankle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not have a body and have body parts and have an ankle. What does it mean that Allah ta'ala will send one of his tajalliyati jamal? Allah ta'ala will send, how to put this to in English, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send a nur, a ray of his beauty at the level at which their gaze is lowered. And when they see that gaze of beauty, when they see that beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they will be so overwhelmed by that beauty, then they will be so attracted to that beauty, then despite their awe of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will be so intoxicated by that beauty, they will raise their gaze and then ila rabbiha nazira, they will look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what it means. Then another question comes in people's mind. That when they're gazing at their beloved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then why would they do anything else in Jannah? So what does it mean? Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ That you have anything that you want. Who would want anything else? <laughs> Once you can see Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So what does it mean that there are other bounties and ni'mas in Jannah? So Hazrat Ashraf Ali Tanvira Abtalai, Allah Akbar, Ajeeb, Arif Billah, Ashik Allah. He explained, he said, what will happen is people will be gazing at Allah Ta'ala and this will take for place for years and thousands and millions maybe of years. And then what will Allah Ta'ala do? Then just like Allah Ta'ala got them to gaze at Him by showing them a drop of His Jamal, then what will Allah Ta'ala do? He will manifest one tajalli of His Jalal. He will manifest one atom of His Azmat and Majesty. Immediately the believers will look down and they will go back to their other blessings. <laughs> they will not be able to look at even the slightest of the Jalal of Allah Ta'ala. Then they will go back to their blessings, then they will be enjoying Jannah and all of the blessings for millions of years. Then again Allah Ta'ala will call them, then the whole process will start again. Then again they will look at Allah Ta'ala for millions of years and enjoying His beauty and becoming munawar in His beauty. And then again Allah Ta'ala will show His Jalal and then again they will go back to their blessings and they will keep doing this over and over and over again for all of eternity. This is why me and you were created to reach that type of life. <laughs> Allahu Akbar Kabira. And what we're busy looking at the beauties and candies of this world. Hmm? We eyes were given to us to alternately gaze at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are using the eyes to alternately gaze at the unlawful things of this world. How foolish are we? <laughs> and he is our true lover. He should have been our true beloved. Instead we have false lovers and we try to make them our beloved. Allah is Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has so much love for the believers. Allahu Akbar Kabira. What an amazing thing Allah Ta'ala has made. You know how amazing Jannah is? Let me also explain that to you. 
In a hadith, Sayyidina Rasulullah Wasallam said that the smallest Jannah that the last person will get when they enter Jannah is ten times the size of this earth what's between this earth and Samawat. Okay, if you we take it one level, you could say ten times the size of planet earth. And if you want, if you want, not the majority position, but you could say Samawat extends all the way to the end frontier of the physical universe. That would mean, because the Samawat, this be very limited of Sireh. What is the Samawat? Especially in this day and age. Hmm? Let's take it that way, that all the way from here to the last final frontier of the known physical universe, ten times the universe, even the most Adna Jannati will get. So imagine Jannatul Firdaus. Imagine how vast and incredible it is. Then Allah Ta'ala has put in that Jannah every single ni'mah, ma tashtahi, every single blessing and bounty that every single person in Jannah could ever imagine and hope for for all of eternity. Jannah is already full with all of that. And how did Allah Ta'ala make this Jannah? He just said, Kun. Allah Akbar. Look at the kudrat of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Look at the might of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. How amazing is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that all he has to say is one kun, make one irada and that incredibly vast, layered, miraculous jannah comes into existence. Kun fayakun. Such an amazing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you're busy getting amazed at this world. Busy getting amazed by science. You're dazzled by science. You're dazzled by the black hole and the subatomic particle. What is that? Compared to the creation of Allah that is called Jannah. Hmm? What he made by the Big Bang is infinitely inferior to what he made by his hukam, his irada, kun fayukun. You don't realize. <laughs> the university youth, they don't realize. <laughs> they're trading the Atla, they're trading what is superior for what is inferior. <coughs> Another difference? between the loves of this world and the love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has for the believers. is that in this world, sometimes you will have to go and travel to be with your beloved. Sometimes you may be traveling, you may be distant from your beloved. Hmm? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even in this world, <laughs> no distance. Allah ta'ala said in Quran, huwa ma'akum aina ma'kuntum. Plus Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not a distant lover. He's not an absent lover. He's not a silent lover. He's not a passive lover. He's an active, dynamic, engaged, intimate lover. He said in Quran, "Who ma'akum ma kuntum?" Allah Taala is with you wherever you are, however you are. Still, maybe a person didn't understand. Allah Taala said in Quran, "Fa inni kareeb." That mayit of mine is kareeb, intimately near to you. Still, a person didn't understand. Allah Taala said in Quran, "Wa nahnu akrab, akrabu ilayhim min habl alwari." We are even closer to you than your own self. Ya Allah, what type of lover are you? And look at us. We are nakis and najis. We don't even like to go near something that is filthy and foul. And Allah Ta'ala, we have the najasa of sin in our kalb. We have the najasa of even ghafla in our kalb. And you know all of that. And still you were telling your mu'mineen, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٍ نَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ Allah Akbar. What a kind Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What a loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hmm? Then Allah ta'ala says, and even more than that, I am, you have my ma'iyat, you have my qurb, you have my akrabiyat. As you are, even if you are a ghafil, you have that. 
And if, if you make some nakis dikr of me, fadkuruni azkurukum. Oh, on top of you make nakis dikr of me, then I will make you my maskur. <laughs> I will do dikr of you. Kitne lahaj Allah If only we could do even a drop of the qadr of Allah Ta'ala the way He does qadr of us. How much Allah Ta'ala values our imam? What type of zikr could we do? Even the greatest wali who does the greatest zikr, that did not merit and warrant Allah Ta'ala doing zikr of them. Allah Ta'ala loves, He loves, loves. فَذْكُرُونِي أَذْكُرْكُمْ Oh my believer, you make zikr of me, I will make zikr of you. It's all in Quran, Azim Shan. This is real love. Real love. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has so much real love for us, why shouldn't we make that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our beloved? Why shouldn't we realize that it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah ta'ala alone who is worthy of our friendship? Now let me show you another thing. How much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, does for us. Unless somebody is still stubborn and says, no, I don't know how much Allah Ta'ala loves me. Where is it in my life that my Allah Ta'ala is loving me? Hmm? Number one, every human being who is in this world, they need some risk. They need their sustenance, their nourishment, their livelihood. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has so much asan on us. He gave us our clothing. He gave us our shelter. Hmm? He gave us our food. He gave us that health to digest that food. He did all of this because he loves us. Don't you even see the dog? How does the dog know which human is their master? The dog knows because the master is the one who gives him a few scraps every day. Or the master, the human master, gives the dog just a few scraps every day. The dog pledges himself to that master, serves that master, will guard that master, will give his life for that master acknowledges that this one is my master because he's the one who gave me that little food every day. We're even worse than the dog. Our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us every single risk that we have and we still don't acknowledge him as our malik, as our master. We don't submit and subjugate ourselves to his hukam. He still has to make them wasn't tell us in the morning, as-salatu khairun minan naw. We should realize that Allah subhanahu wa is our malik. Every single thing He has given us, every day we're living in that risk. Second thing you can look at is that Allah subhanahu wa has given us health. So much health. We are ungrateful. We always notice those times when we are sick. You should notice the 99% times you were healthy. We notice the one thing about us that is sick. I have arthritis, knee palm. You should look at the 99% of things about you that are healthy. How many times have you gone to a place where there were germs and yes, you got sick, you needed antibiotic. Thousands of times more you went to a place where there were germs and Allah protected you from that. Not that every time you have a germ you get sick. 99.99999% those bacteria enter you and they do nothing. That's a rare point zero 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 one percent they enter you and they affected you. So who is protecting you all that time? Hmm? That was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another way you can think. 
is that when people lose their health, what happens? Some of them, not all of them, few of them, they start complaining about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They lose their shukr. Unable to do sabr, they lose their shukr. So they're losing sifat of iman. They're not able to be sabirin when they're sick. They don't still do shukr when they're sick. So they lose their sifat of iman. That means they're then in danger of losing their iman. So what does it mean that every single second and day Allah Ta'ala did hifadah of our health? He was actually doing hifadah of our iman. That's how we should feel. Allah Ta'ala is protecting my iman on a daily basis by giving me risk, by giving me health. Because maybe I'm one of those people that if I hadn't had risk, I hadn't had health, I wouldn't have been able to do the sabr. I wouldn't have been able to remain on shukr and my very iman would have been in danger. Allah Ta'ala is doing hifazat of our iman. Another way to look at it is how much Allah Ta'ala has done hifazat of our life. How many of us have seen or even be a participant in a near miss accident? Hmm? Why was it a near miss? Or near hit. Hmm? Why? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must have been doing hifazat of you at that moment. That all of a sudden you swerved out. You just managed to escape the accident. That was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That was the love. That was Allah ta'ala's hifazat. That was his attention. That was his focus on you. How many times has it happened that we even know of? How many times it's happened that we don't even know it? How many times do you know? You were going to go, then you got delayed. You got angry at your wife because she delayed you. Little did you know that if you had set out at that moment, you may have been in the accident. There are countless innumerable times Allah Ta'ala has saved us that are not even in front of us. Every now and then He shows us the near miss to make us remember Him. We should feel every single day, this is, if you look at the feelings of the Masnoon Dawaz, that's what Prophet felt when He used to come home, He used to feel hamd for Allah Ta'ala. Why? I'm grateful and praise be to that Allah Ta'ala who has brought me back to my home on this night safely. Who is protecting me every single second of the day of any possible calamity, enmity. That's how he felt. He felt that love. That's why we have those musnoon du'as to feel the same feeling. To feel the feelings of Sayyidina Rasulullah Not just to roll off the words on our tongue. When you look at the musnoon du'as, you see he was mahboob. He was drowning. In his love for Allah Ta'ala. And he was drowning in his mahboobiyat from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. That's the feelings behind the masnoon duas. Every second feeling. My Allah Ta'ala spoon feeding me. I say Alhamdulillah after I eat. My Allah Ta'ala is protecting me all the way till I come back home. I say Alhamdulillah when I turn home. That was Nabi Akrim Sun Kifiyat. His real sunnah. His batin sunnah. Hmm? Maybe easy today to make the zahir of the Prophet Sallallahu but now you have to make effort to get the button of the Prophet ﷺ. That's his real warasat. That's his real legacy that he's left behind for us. His feelings, the sunnah feelings. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did hifazat of our izzat. Yes. How many unknown enemies do we have? That Allah ta'ala protects us from them, their hasad. You missed that, you have the other way. <laughs> آپ تو ایک فرضی سوچ میں پڑ جاتے ہیں کہ فلاں نے مجھ پر نظر حسد جادو کیا ہے کچھ نہیں ہوتا آپ کے اوپر کیوں اللہ تعالیٰ نے حفاظت میں آپ کو رکھا ہے that's what you're supposed to look at how محفوظ اللہ تعالیٰ had accept you had made you اللہ تعالیٰ says in Quran 
Wallahu a'lamu bi'a'da'ikum. Allah Ta'ala knows your enemies even more than you do. It's unknown enemies, unknown to you. Allah Ta'ala knows them, He's protecting you from them. That is saying in Quran. He's protecting you from them. وَيَتَوَلَّ الصَّالِحِينَ Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala is the wali of the pious believers. He's doing their wilaya, he's doing their kifaya, he's protecting them. مَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَوَحَسْبُهُ Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient for his mutawakkileen, mu'mineen, his loving mu'mineen. We should have felt that, we should feel that. How much my Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has protected us. Look at another blessing of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Family. So many of us have family. Relatives, support, support system. Hmm? That's what it was supposed to be. In your country, many of you messed it up. Hmm? Supposed to be support, your family, your children, your offspring. What a big blessing that is. Hmm? Go ask the person who doesn't have parents what a big blessing parents are. Go ask that person who's still not married what a big blessing it is to be married. Or go ask that couple who can't have children, what a big blessing it is to have children. Hmm? Don't we take it for granted. Who gave that? Allah, we're supposed to feel it. We should feel that my Allah Ta'ala gave me sons and daughters both. Just even for that one thing, I can spend my whole life obeying everything Allah Ta'ala said. Just for that one thing, I will sacrifice every wishes for my Allah Ta'ala's wishes. But we don't think like that. We don't feel like that. We don't feel the blessings Allah Ta'ala gave us. We don't feel His love. Yes? He's sending His love. We choose not to feel it. Unfeeling mu'mineen. Heartless mu'mineen. Careless mu'mineen. Unfeeling about who? About their Rabbi Kareem. That kitab should be used to us. Ya ayuhal insan ma gharraka bi rabbikal kareem. What in the world has distracted you, deluded you about your Kareem Rabb? Kareem is that being who gives without you asking. Kareem is that being who gives without you deserving. Kareem is that being who keeps giving you even when you're not noticing. Kareem is that being who keeps giving you even when you're not thinking. Yes? You got one child. You didn't even thank him. He still gave you a second child. Allah Akbar. Ya Allah. Kitna Kareem. You didn't honor your child. Hmm? You scolded your child. You hurt the heart of your child. Hmm? Still Allah SWT gave you another one. Ya Allah. You didn't do tarbiyah of your child. Still Allah SWT gave you another one. So kareem. Such a kareem Rabb. Subhanallah wa bihamdi subhanallah al-adheem. Why should we not love that Allah SWT? Was already drowning us in his love. Another blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. This is called the hilm of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is Halim. Halim. What does it mean? Halim means that being who does not punish, who withholds his power to punish, even though they're completely justified and completely capable of punishing. That's what it means. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala justified. The second we sinned with our eyes, you should have made us blind. The second we listened to ghibat, he should have made us deaf. The second we spoke something haram, he should have taken our speech away. The second we walked towards sin, he should have paralyzed us on the spot. This was the haq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Why? 
because he's halim, he's halim, he's forbearing, he's forbearing, he's waiting, he's waiting, waiting. Can you imagine how halim he is? Because what is the attribute Allah Ta'ala says? وَكَانَ اللَّهُ أَلِيمًا حَلِيمًا Nukta, jeeb nukta. First Allah Ta'ala makes us realize he's alim. What does it mean? Allah Ta'ala is saying, I know everything. I was knew when you intended that sin. I knew when the sin overpowered you. I knew when you got up to go to that sin. I knew you walking towards that sin. I knew how you did that sin. I knew how you were even remorseless about that sin. I knew everything. I'm alim. But still I'm halim with you. Who is like that in this world? If any one of us has halim, it's only because we don't know about the other person. If we came to know how somebody mistreated us or somebody spoke about us, we would have no him. It's only Allah Ta'ala who can be Aleem and Haleem together. It's only Allah Ta'ala can be like that. He knows everything. He knows our hypocrisy. So Haleem. Oh my servant, I knew you did all these sins. I still called you to my house for Hajj. Oh, I knew when you were going to go back, you would still do sin. But I still let you come to my house for Hajj. It's Aleem and Halima. What in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If we were to find out that somebody was going to betray us in the future, we wouldn't let them come near us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows every sin we did before, He knows every sin we do after, Aleeman. And He still halim, He still tolerates us for His sajda. Ya Allah. How much does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala love the believers? Allah akbar. Another attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is as-sattar. That's also for His love for the believers. Yes? He hides and conceals the sins and flaws and faults of His beloved believers from the rest of humanity. And look how we are with others. We expose them. Hmm? We find out something about someone. We out it. We expose them. Hmm? And we think we're doing a service. And we're justifiably doing so. Look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is as-sattar. He hides us. How perfectly does He conceal us? Amazing. If people were to know our sins, they wouldn't even want to look in our direction. They wouldn't even want to spit. They wouldn't feel our face is even worthy to spit upon if they knew our sins. Allah ta'ala has hidden it so perfectly. Oh, hidden it from our own families from our own mothers and fathers, from our own wives and husbands, from our own sons and daughters. Hmm? Allah has concealed, concealed, concealed the sins of the Imam and the Shaykh and the Khatib from their Muqtadi and Murid. Allah has concealed the sins of the students from their fellow students. Kamil as-sattar. Masyarakh Allah Ta'ala ki sifat-i sittari ki hamd bayan kar rahe Aapki kya tarif ho sakti He's praising that beautiful blanket that Allah Ta'ala has put over you. He's not praising your haqiqat. He's praising the gift wrapping Allah Ta'ala has put on you. People are calling you shaykh. He's loving the gift wrapping that Allah Ta'ala put. You just can't see the inside. Allah Ta'ala's as-sattar. So perfectly concealed our sins. Insan ka bhi sochta hai ki, Ya Allah. 
जब आपने दुनिया में हमारी इतनी बात बना कर रखी है आपको तो सरसन है कि आखिरत में आप हमें रसवा करें हम तो ये उम्मीद कर सकते हैं जब आपने दुनिया में इतना कामिलन हमारे गुनाहों को छुपा है तो आप क्यामत के दिन भी ही पर्दे पोषे करेंगे Another incredible thing about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah akbar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always there for you. Allah ta'ala ke yaan koi naaz nakhre nahi hai. Koi taane nahi dete hai. Koi bura baba asi saal guna kar kar. Phir bhi Allah ta'ala ke dar par aakar toba karay. Allah ta'ala kehta hai. Ahman wa sahman. Aja. Shabash. Kaun dunia mein aise karta hai? That's what the word was say to such a person. Oh, you tried everything. You're coming to me at the end. Oh, you betrayed me. You went to everyone. You tried everything you could. Huh? That's the, how the husband taunts the wife. Hmm? Oh, now you're back. Now you want my support. Huh? Hmm? Now you work to me. That's how we treat one another. But Allah, Allah Akbar Kabeera, not like that. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala, inni anat tawabur rahim. Nabi ibadi, inni anal ghafurur rahim. He's saying, oh, tell them, I'm here, I'm always waiting, always ready. Anytime I can accept their tawbah. They can come to me after years and years of sin. They could come to me as their last resort. I'm happy to be their last resort. I will welcome them as much as I would have if they made me their first resort. Yes, this Allah SWT. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, قُلْ يَا إِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ Who are those believers? Hmm? They're not good believers. And this ayah mentions nothing about them even doing istighfar or tawbah. Just that they're sinners. And israf means devastating sinners. Alladina asrafu ala anfusihim, those who sin so much they brought devastation to their own selves. Such excess they did on themselves. What does Allah Ta'ala tell them in Quran? La taknatu me rahmatullah. Don't you ever despair of the mercy of Allah SWT? Your sins cannot outrun my mercy. You can bring me years of sin, I have infinite mercy. إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الظَّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا That indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can forgive al-zanub, all sins, jami'ah, entirely. Ya Allah. <laughs> and then how does he begin the ayah? Ya ibadi. Aap abhi bhi mere ho. Allah ta'ala ke hai zalimo. Eh zalimo. Aap abhi bhi mere bande ho. Aap mere hai. What a wonderful Allah SWT who calls the devastatingly sinning believers in Quran ibadi. Could we not learn how to call that Allah Ta'ala Rabbi? Why can't we make that Allah Ta'ala ours who has already accepted and made us His? Hmm? Why? So hesitant, so distant from Allah SWT. Hmm? 
ہمارا حضرت فرماتے ہیں کہ اللہ سے غفلت کیسی اللہ سے دوری کیسی What a way of life, what a tragic way of life to be distant from Allah subhanahu ta'ala. How can we live a life like that? How are we content with a life like that? To be distant from that Allah subhanahu ta'ala who is so near and so loving and so merciful to us. Then you will find another difference in this world is that what that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can never, ever, ever forget a person. Never. No matter how much we forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala can never be ghafil of us. Every other love in this world, sooner or later you will be ghafil of that person, you will neglect them, you will be inattentive towards them, you will forget them. Maybe you may even forget them for a good reason. <laughs> Maybe you're so fana in your deen, you forget them temporarily. But whatever it is, you will be ghafil of them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never ever forgets the believers. Never. So why not love that being who can never ever forget us? Nisyan doesn't even exist for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala kiya bool hoi ni sakti. Kamil zate, kamil sifate. That's another way to understand when he says in Quran, Al-Aleem, Al-Khabir, Al-Basir. He's trying to say that I'm never forgetting you. <laughs> Alaykum Rakiba, Mirsad. Using so many ways to explain, I'm intently watching you. My gaze is always on you. That yes, that also is supposed to make us fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we are under surveillance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's also make us to feel happy that we are under the loving gaze of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why not love that wali, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that wali and wakil, who all the time is guiding us, every single fraction of a second. Another thing that whenever you another difference is that when you have a love in this world, sometimes when you call on them and you need them, they may not always be there for you. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised for the mu'mineen in Quran that you call upon me, Jeeb Mustajab, I'm extremely ever answering your call. Extremely answering your call. Allah Ta'ala answers the call of every caller. Here's the dua of everyone who makes dua. Such an amazing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hmm? If all of humanity, from the time of Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam, until the last human being ever to live, if all of them were to gather in a gathering, and all of them were to ask and make dua to Allah Ta'ala for everything that their heart wanted, and if Allah Ta'ala was to grant each and every one of them, Everything that their heart wanted, it would not diminish the dominion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala any more than when you dip a needle into the ocean, it diminishes the water of the ocean. Why not love that being who has unlimited treasures and is wanting to shower those unlimited treasures onto us? One thing is having all the money in the world. Second is willing to spend all the money on the world. That's what Allah ta'ala 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 He is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Ar-Rahman, the being who has infinite mercy. Ar-Rahim, the being who showers that infinite mercy. 
Allah Akbar. Why not love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who can answers our call every time we call upon Him. Hmm? Never too busy for us. Never too busy for us. Your worldly loves will be too busy for you sooner or later. They will be too busy. Hmm? Oh, I don't have time. Oh, I'm not able to come. Oh, I can't help out. Oh, I'm not able. Oh, I'm not willing. I am willing, but I'm not able. I am able, but I'm not willing. But he ate up the ringer. Why not love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah Akbar. Another attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Akbar kabira, is Al-Hannan. Al-Hannan. What does that mean? You will see in this world, in the worldly love, if the other one, they get angry with you, and they get really angry with you, sometimes they can get stubborn on being there angry with you. But Allah ta'ala is Al-Hannan. What does it mean? He loves the believers so much that he doesn't like, doesn't want the believers to be distant or separate or unhappy with him. He doesn't like it. He's reaching out. That's what it means. Ya ayuhal insan ma karim. That's Allah ta'ala's al-hanan sifat. He's reaching out and he doesn't want. Doesn't like it. Allah Akbar, what did Allah Ta'ala say in Qur'an? Allah Ta'ala, when we spurn Allah Ta'ala, He should have said, okay, fine, you reject me. No problem, go. No, what did Allah Ta'ala say? فَأَيْنَ تَذْهَبُونَ Allah Akbar, it's in Qur'an. وَتُو كَانْ جَانَائِ Allah Akbar, كِتْنِ مُحَبَّتْ وَالَيْ خِتَابِ فَأَيْنَ تَذْهَبُونَ Oh, where is it that you're going? Loves of this world, was here, go, jau, to see jau. Allah Ta'ala kehta hai, فَأَيْنَ تَذْهَبُونَ تُو كَانْ جَارَائِ بَاپِسْ آجَاو How much love does Allah Ta'ala have for the believers? Hmm? Or sinning, or rejecting, or turning back on Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala is calling out to him, he's Al-Hanan. Oh my runaway slave, come back to me. فَأَيْنَ تَذْهَبُونَ oh, Where are you going? Where is it that you're going? Allah Akbar. How much love does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have for the believers? It's amazing. Amazing. Why not yearn for that Allah ta'ala who yearns for you? <laughs> Why not desire that Allah ta'ala who desires you? Hmm? Another attribute of Allah ta'ala is al-manan. Allah akbar. Al-manan means that being who when he wants to give and grant, he doesn't look at anything doesn't even look the person deserves, needs, asks, just giving. Al-Manan, Al-Wahab, just giving. Comes in a Sahih Sayyidina Rasulullah said that there are such people, such people that when they raise their hands in dua, they make custom to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then they raise their hands in dua, Allah ta'ala will grant them whatever they ask. Yani wo apne ki laaj rakhte hai. It's another sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes? Maybe another hadith. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how much does he love his friends? Allah Akbar. It's hadith Qudsi. Sayyidina Rasulullah Allah ta'ala said, Man ada waliya. That person who has enmity towards my wali, Allah ta'ala says, I declare enmity towards them. There comes another hadith. That that person whom Allah ta'ala loves, he calls the angels and tells the angels and proclaims to the angels, I love this person. 
Then tell the angels, you go and proclaim to the, all the universe that Allah Ta'ala loves this person and you love this person. Allah Akbar. So much love Allah Ta'ala has that not only does he love his beloved, he wants all of creation to love his beloved. But an amazing lover Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is. Telling the angels, I love this person, you love this person, and you announce to all the creation that I, Allah Ta'ala, love this person. Ya Allah, what an incredible lover Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is. Another attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Akbar. He is Al-Ghaffar. He is Al-Ghaffar. What does that mean? Allah ta'ala is incredibly forgiving. In this world you would see in worldly love, they may forgive you once, they may forgive you twice, they may forgive you thrice, hmm? may forgive you ten times. Allah ta'ala, no. Allah ta'ala, kana ghaffara. You keep forgiving. You keep forgiving. Hmm? Oh, my servant, as long as you are breathing, I will not stop forgiving. Even in your breath, you just ask my forgiveness. Allah Ta'ala says, I will keep forgiving. Ya Allah. Ya Allah, I did the sin a hundred times, I still forgive you. Allah Ta'ala, I'm repeating it a thousand times, I still forgive you. Always remember, don't let shaitan trick you that what's the point of asking for forgiveness? I explained to you this way. There are two pages you can have in your book of deeds. One page is I did the sin. I made tawbah. I repeated the sin. And then I gave up. I said, what's the point? That's one page you can take. There's another page. I did the sin. I asked Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness. My nafs defeated me, took me back into that sin. Again, I asked Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness. Every single time, if 10,000 times my nafs made me sin, 10,000 times I asked Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness. And what will you find after every forgiveness is kana ghaffara, that Allah Ta'ala forgive you? That's another book of deeds. I sinned, asked Allah for forgiveness, He forgave me. My nafs made me sin, I asked Allah for forgiveness, He forgave me. I sinned. I asked Allah for forgiveness, He forgave me. My nafs made me sin again. I asked Allah for forgiveness again, He forgave me again. That's the book you can take to Allah Ta'ala. Yes, take that one. If you can't take the page which has taqwa, take the page which has continual istighfar and tawbah. Even that can get a person through. Don't ever think like that. What's the point? I repeat the sin. Allah Ta'ala repeating, repeat forgiveness. That's what it means to be ghaffar. Ghaffar, mubalagha. Repeatedly forgives. So how is Allah going to repeatedly forgive? When you repeatedly sin. When you repeatedly sin and you repeatedly make istighfar, Allah Ta'ala will be ghuffar, He will repeatedly forgive. Who else is there in the world who repeatedly forgives over and over and over and over again? Aap kar 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 Allah Ta'ala bhi maaf kar kar Again, لا تَكْنَتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الْذَنُوبَ جِمِيعًا Another attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is at-tawab. Hmm? He is at-tawab. What does that mean? At-tawab. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts our tawbah. Which tawbah? Whose tawbah? The tawbah of the tawbah being? Who are Tawbah Same thing Mubalaka. 
Not ta'ib, tawab. Tawab means the person who repeatedly, 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 intensely, intensely keeps making tawbah. Why they keep making tawbah? Why don't they just make one tawbah? Because they break the tawbah. <laughs> they make tawbah, they break it, they make it, they break it, they make it, they break it, they spend their whole life making it and their whole life breaking it, their whole life remaking it, they're called tawab. Allah tells also tawab. When it means, when it's being used for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it means they made tawbah, Allah forgave, accepted their tawbah. They broke it, they made it again, He accepted it again. They broke it, they made it again, He accepted it again. How did He accept it? Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ التَّوَّابِينَ We taught you this in the first time we spoke in this masjid. إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ التَّوَّابِينَ How does Allah Ta'ala accept? That repeat sinner, that repeat offender, that repeat tawbah maker, that repeat tawbah breaker. What does Allah Ta'ala feel about that repeat tawbah breaker who still turns to Allah Ta'ala's mercy? Allah Ta'ala says, He's my mahboob. Inna Allah yuhimbut tawabeen. Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala loves the repeat sinner, repeat tawbah maker, repeat tawbah breaker, and again tawbah maker. Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala loves that person. What a loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How much love does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have for the believers? Even the sinful believers, even the believers who are unable to be true in their tawbah, unable to be true in their istighfar, but they keep turning to Him, Allah ta'ala keeps forgiving them. They keep making tawbah to Him, Allah ta'ala keeps accepting their tawbah. Oh, fuckman. So what does it mean that we should have love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone? All of our love should be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, there are some people like that in this ummah. In our silsila Ali and Naqshbandi Mujaddadi, one of the early mashayikh, Hazrat Khwaja Abul Hassan Kharkani Ramtale. Hazrat Khwaja Abul Hassan Kharkani Ramtale. Unke ek ajeeb malfuz hai. Ke jab wo apne zindagi ke aakhri ayam mein thai. Tehattar saal unki umr thai. Allah Ta'ala ko mukhatam kar kar firmaya Ey Allah Ey Allah Tu janta hai Ki tahattar saal Abul Hasan ke dil mein Tere mohabbat ki siwa kuch Bhoat 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 hai Uliya Allah Ta'ala ko janta hai Allah Ta'ala ko kehna Phir Allah Ta'ala ko hazir Nazir kar kar kehna Ki tu janta hai Tehattar تر سال میرے دل میں تری محبت کے علاوہ کچھ نہیں ایسے بھی لوگ ہوں گے قیامت کے دن اگر ہم ایسے نہیں بن سکتے تو ان کے نقش قدم پر چلنے والے تو بن سکتے ان سے محبت کرنے والے تو ہم بن سکتے مجھے سے او اللہ یو نو یو کین بیئر وٹنس دیٹ فار سیونٹی تھری ایئرس what a pure life. <laughs> what a pure heart. Hmm? Living tafsir of Kalbun Salim. And what is he doing? Is presenting this heart at the end of such a pure life. For what? <coughs> Begging for the makhfrit of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah. All ya Allah asay How they used to beg Allah ta'ala for forgiveness. So we should also make a niyat in our heart 
that we want to live our life for the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We want to live our life always making tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We want to live our life for the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we want to feel Allah ta'ala's love for us. And we want to pledge our heart to Him. We want Allah ta'ala to make us amongst His true lovers, His true servants, His slaves. May Allah ta'ala make us amongst His muhibbeen and mahbubeen and maqbuleen. Wa akhir da'wana. And Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.